if we look at business surveys of conditions and confidence, they're suggesting that conditions in the small business space are pretty good at the moment. Maybe not as good as in larger businesses, but still well above long-term averages. We've got this transition at the moment where maybe the housing sector is starting to move past its peak in terms of construction, but definitely in somewhere like Victoria, you've got this really strong pipeline of infrastructure work coming through. Uh, plenty of roads and rail construction, screwing up my commute to work a little bit, but uh, hopefully it'll be beneficial at the end of the day. Ross, is that consistent across a bunch of industries as well, or are there some real differences that you're seeing there across different parts? Look, it does vary a little bit across the economy. If you're exposed to infrastructure, it's happy days, uh, especially in Victoria and New South Wales. Uh, if you're a retailer, it's pretty patchy. You know, and so it's probably true to sort of stereotypes, I would suggest, that there's pockets that are doing particularly well and there's some that are struggling a bit more. But overall, I've got to say, it's probably pretty, as good as it's been for a long time. Yeah, sure. So there's probably some different stories there in terms of what's driving some of that growth, but what some of the headwinds are as well. Mm. Um, you mentioned that maybe businesses running pretty lean at the moment. Do you think that reflects a lack of demand out there for some of those industries? Maybe people aren't spending as much as what they used to and that flows through to... Uh, other parts of the economy as well? Look, it, it's partly that, uh, but I think that businesses that are running lean are running lean because, the, you know, we've come off a period where it's been pretty tough. And, you know, I heard someone say to me a few years ago, once the economy really improves, business owners will pin the ears back and it'll be back to the happy old days and we we'll are throwing money everywhere. And I said, I don't think that'll happen. It's been like a, a seismic shift in the way that business owners think. And I think that's still the case. So, um, sure, demand could be could be stronger in certain areas, um, but it's more just the psyche of business owners that they've become a little bit more of a frugal bunch. And you'd see that as an economist in the investment figures even. You know, like it's, sure, there's investment as and when necessary, but it's not as though they're really going hell for leather to reinvest in their business, I would have thought. Yeah, exactly. And we, like you say, we've been waiting for that improvement and in investment outside of the mining sector uh, to come through for a pretty long time now. And it is slowly starting to pick up at the moment. The outlook is probably better than it has been for a long time outside of the mining sector. So I suppose the starting point is pretty encouraging, but clearly still a lot of work to be done there. Wages growth has been pretty weak for an extended period of time now. Um, and that's sort of got different implications, whether you're on the receiving end of that as in a household on a salary or wage structure, uh, or if you're a business and looking to employ more people. There's contrasting drivers mm. there, right, where businesses probably enjoy softer wage growth. It's not as expensive to get the labour that they need, but clearly for households, if they're not earning as much, they don't have as much money to spend as well. Mm. So do you have any thoughts around those different drivers taking place there? I mean, you're 100% right, Dan. I mean, it's as, it's as simple as that, isn't it? If you're, if you're a business that's employing lots of people, you, you want that wage growth to be soft. And if you're, a, if you're selling to mums and dads, you want that wage growth to be actually a bit stronger because they're buying your products. Um, so I think it's as simple as that, whether you're B2B or B2C. Um, no, I totally agree with what you've said. But uh, look, it's, it's interesting, just this costs issue more broadly. It's funny, the business owners I speak to, of which there's you know, obviously many, um, they sort of talk about the, the CPI being, what, about 2.2%. You, you economists would know better than I do. But um, geez, a lot of business owners out there think that their costs aren't going at 2.2%. The costs that go into their business are running way above 2.2%. Yeah, and I suppose some of those other factors as well, especially utility bills, we hear that from pretty much every business that we speak to at the moment where uh, firms can be seeing increases around 30 40 50% year-on-year on their electricity bills. So I suppose for a number of uh, firms or industries, that can be a pretty large component of their total cost structure.
Yeah, t- totally. And, you know, more broadly, without wanting this to be a political address, I mean, more broadly, I think business owners sort of look at this type of thing and think, where's the, where's the planning that's gone into this? As a country, have we really thought this through? Um, and, you know, you, you were talking before about, um, you, you know, change of government and you know, what have you there. It, it's really interesting because I think that there's, there's, a, there's a view that both sides of the, the political fence are, are, are really lacking in their planning on a whole lot of issues. And this is a great example. I mean, even in the infrastructure, the catch-up we're playing now in infrastructure. So poor business owners are out there throwing up their hands, just thinking, look, let's just control what we can control. Because beyond that, um, we can't really look to our our governments to offer a lot of leadership on some of these things. Um, You mentioned in there... Uh, the ability of businesses to grow and keep expanding and get that support staff around them. Um, I understand that according to some of your research, only about 25% of small medium businesses want to continue to expand. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty interesting finding just off the top of my head. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. I mean, this is a really big one. Uh, And sometimes... Dan, people like you, you know, economists really struggle with that. You know, if we come back from our sort of economics 101 view of the world, we, you know, it's sort of like one of the fundamental concepts is profit maximisation, that business, you know, you go into business to maximise profits, whereas the, the pragmatic reality is that there's basically three quarters of small business owners out there who don't want to grow a business. Do they want to be more successful in inverted commas? Well, yes, they do want to be more successful, but success mightn't be about building a business. It might be much more about a lifestyle thing, although that can be a challenge, or it might be about doing something that they're absolutely passionate about and so when we put this to business owners as I say both from our qualitative research but also from our quantitative research only about 25% of business owners actually want to grow the rest want to get to a point and then you know they are okay with that point Uh, it's quite a it's quite a uh, a challenge to the way business owners are seen Uh, and you know the interesting thing is for anybody who's listening to this and who's thinking you know I don't particularly want to grow my business or I don't really want to grow it much further there's nothing wrong with that I think there's actually a pressure that we put that if you're not growing, you're dying. Well, I I would suggest that's an absolute nonsense. A lot of business owners are more than happy just to stay where they're at, and that's completely fine. 